Tonight, Ukraine intercepting a barrage of cruise missiles over Kyiv throughout this day, breaking a nearly 80-day pause in air attacks on the capital city. Many homes on the ground damaged by that debris. It comes amid growing fears of the battlefield impact as Congress is set to break for the holidays without passing billions of dollars in new aid for Ukraine. Nick Peyton Walsh is out front from eastern Ukraine. The ground is turning hard, even hostile, as winter sets in. But Ukraine appeared bullish Friday, releasing these drone images of strikes on Russian positions in the hotly contested eastern town of Avdivka. The light bravado of the soundtrack belying real Ukrainian anxieties that Russia's slow and brutal grind forwards in this town and elsewhere may be what persists in the savage cold of winter. Not Western unity behind Ukraine as U.S. Congress stalls in approving vital aid. Fears echoed in renewed dawn destruction Friday. Kharkiv here hit hardest, perhaps, but across Ukraine, an old terror returned to the skies. Cruise missiles fired at an array of targets, including the capital. Ukraine said 14 of the 19 fired were shot down, only debris hitting Kiev. But as they surveyed the damage, the White House is warning that air defences would be perhaps the first impacted when US aid ran out, was surely front of mind. Less fracture and debris in Moscow, where, in a year of surprises for the Kremlin, Friday had none. Vladimir Putin, prompted by a Russian occupying soldier, saying he would run again to be Russian president. Still, after facing down a coup and military setbacks in Ukraine, he said he had thought twice about it. I won't deny it, he said, but at different times I had different thoughts. This time, you're right. It is the time to be decisive. Like nearly everything in Russian politics, it was as arranged as the results in the March vote will likely be. Also on hand in Moscow was Iran's President Ibrahim Raisi, one of the few world leaders who will still shake Putin's hand. His drones have aided Russia's bombardment of Ukraine cities all summer, and now winter has left Putin walking surprisingly tall. John, the last announcement from the Pentagon was of $175 million of aid towards Ukraine. That would assist, yes, in HIMARS-targeted missiles, potentially Javelin to uh, the anti-tank missiles. Uh, but it's really a paltry sum compared to the billions we got used to hearing every other week of US aid for Ukraine. They're deeply concerned, frankly about what may happen on Capitol Hill. We don't have full transparency on what money is left, but this is exactly the time that Ukraine needs Western support most. The counteroffensive didn't do what they had hoped. Russia seems to be finding its feet again on the front lines, uh, and this winter is bitter. It's going to help nobody, but it's certainly not a time in which Ukraine can hope to move forward decisively. John. Important reporting. Nick Payton Walsh on the ground for us. Thank you. Let's go out front now with retired Army General Ben Hodges. Uh, General, let's try to split the political statement here with the life and death questions here. One week until the Senate leaves for the holiday. Congress not close to an agreement as we speak tonight. Some in Congress think Ukraine actually could aid could go away for good if they can't figure this out. Let's deal with the what do we know? Nick Payton Walsh said it's a, a bit of a mystery. What do we know about the stockpiles, the warehousing right now in terms of what do they have left for anti-aircraft missiles? What's in the pipeline? As in when does this become not just a political debate but a life or death situation on the ground? 
Well, first of all, if if the Ukrainians were only able to shoot down 14 out of 19 drones and rockets that came in last night, uh, that's a lower percentage than they have been knocking down in the past. That could be a combination of factors, but I think that's an indicator. And of course, the Russians are going to fill the sky with drones and rockets uh, in the coming weeks. I, I would imagine there is a real shortfall of air defense weapons. You say shortfall. And to that point, you said you think Russia will fill the sky. Uh, how much and how can Putin exploit this uncertainty? Well, look, um, I am sure that President Putin knows that his only hope of winning is that the West quits, that we lose the will to keep doing this. And so that's why he's willing to expend hundreds and hundreds of lives of his own soldiers every day in places like Avdivka doesn't care how many he loses, but he knows that wears down the Ukrainians and it drags out this war. And so whenever he sees things like uh, what's happening in our Congress, the inability to deliver the aid that's needed, that is oxygen to the Kremlin. For they, It reinforces their belief that they're on the right track. That's, that's a real problem for Ukraine, and maybe it's also a real problem for us. What do you make of Putin announcing today that he will run uh, for re-election? That would be his fifth presidential term. Uh, I, I read that as him knowing this moment of uncertainty, essentially telling the Ukrainians, I'm not going anywhere, even though some of your friends are wavering. Do you see it that way? Um, yes, of course. A, a dictator is never going to give up power. I mean, he's, I don't think he had a retirement plan or planned to go off to Sochi and live out the rest of his years. This is, a, this is not a guy like most dictators or autocrats that uh, easily give up power. So it's not a surprise that he would announce he's staying. Um, clearly, he feels more confident now than maybe he did a few months ago about the direction of the war. And that's why I think it is so important that the president, uh, our president, has to explain to the American people why this is so important. This is not some far-off border fight. This is important for American prosperity and American security. And if our president were to say, we are committed to Ukraine winning, that would derail Putin's strategy for a long war. Lieutenant General Hodges, grateful always for your time, sir. Thanks so much.